comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundance life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Let's lift up our hands as a point of contact with the Holy Spirit. Omnipotent power of grace and mercy, we thank you. Spirit of God is unto you. We have gathered. It's unto you. We have come. We are hungry. We are thirsty. Bless our lives. Impart us. Let your word come with precision and understanding. Let no man return the same. Be glorified in this service. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. All right. Come with me to our text. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. For the past two months, I've been teaching on walking in love. Somebody say walking in love. And that has been our anchor scripture. Ephesians 5.1. It said, therefore be imitators of God as a dear children. Somebody say, our dear children. Uh, if you are a true child of your father, you will be like your father. You can't claim to be a child of God and the nature of God is not in you. Then walk in love. Somebody say, walk in love. Walk in love. As dear children. And then he said, just as Christ also loved us and gave himself an offering, a sacrifice for a sweet smelling server aroma smelling aroma so we did all of that we did the command to walk in love the capacity to walk in love and then what <laughs> you've forgotten you will come back but now we are looking at the characteristics of love when we say we love somebody what do we mean how do we see practically love in action and we said that in the first book of corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 to 8 the bible gives us 16 characteristics of love out of whom seven has to do with what love is not and what love does not do. And then nine of them has to do with what love is and what love does. And I said that if you want to stay with this love thing the whole year and into next year, we will be, on, we will be going on and on and on. Last month, we looked at love is not envious. And this month, we are looking at one of them. Go on. Love is patient. Let's read. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Let's leave it there. Love is not envious. But apart from that, love is not proud. When you say you love someone, you don't manifest pride to them. You don't throw your weight around them. You behave yourself. In the most appropriate and proper manner. Love is not proud. Somebody say love is not proud. In the King James, the new King James version says, love is not puffed up. Somebody say puffed up. When we say something is puffed up, it means it is high and mighty. So high that it looks down on everybody. When we say something is puffed up, it means that thing feels superior. It thinks that it's above everybody else. Something that is puffed up means something that is swollen. Love is not swollen. Love is not snobbish. When somebody who is uh, puffed up is somebody who is snobbish. He looks at you and you, you look like an ant before him. There are some people when you get close to them, you feel unworthy. They make you feel that, Charlie, you, you know they match our class. 
<laughs> you know they hear some. Some people are proud spiritually. So we talked about two kinds of pride. Spiritual pride. And then we talked about natural pride. We said natural pride, any natural thing, your beauty, your intelligence, your position, your wealth, and all of those things can easily eat you up. And then, of course, we talked about spiritual pride, where you think that because of your ability to fast, your ability to pray, everybody else is not spiritual. You are the most spiritual. You may be deceived. It says that, oh, look at me. I fast twice a week. I pray all the time. I give alms. I'm consistent. Check my tight book. Everything is perfect. Look at this guy. This guy, you better not hear him. He's wasting his time here. He doesn't know you. He's not serious. He's just been extorting money from people. He's a tax collector. Jesus said, whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. Luke 18, 14. And whosoever shall abase himself shall be lifted up. Who are you to judge another man's servant? What do you have? With all your righteousness, the scripture still remains true. It's like a filthy rock before him. And by the way, if you didn't know, let me submit to you. If you were to mark iniquity, you can't stand. Whatever you have been able to achieve, you better see that it's as he has given you grace. When you understand that, it shapes your life. So, we moved on and we also looked about four things about pride. We said pride is essentially of the heart. Somebody says it's essentially of the heart. And it expresses itself in words and actions. Then we said Pride is a common temptation to all. Somebody say to all. Everybody on the planet will be exposed to pride. You will be faced with the temptation to be proud. Do you know Jesus was offered the temptation to be proud? Yeah, to manifest pride. He was offered the temptation. He was offered the temptation. I mean, there's no temptation. Temptation to smoke, the temptation to fornicate, temptation to commit adultery. Jesus had all of them. Hebrews sum it up. In one verse, he said he was at all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So every temptation you will ever be exposed to, Jesus faced it and passed it. And now that he's alive in you, you have received him as your Lord and Savior. His spirit is living in you just like he was walking with the man. You also have capacity to ride and move about temptation. That's why I know that you overcome pride in your life. Give me a believing amen. Let your amen be loudest if you are here. Then, of course, number three, we said that Satan is the king and the father of all proud people. If you manifest pride, stop saying I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God. It's not the nature of Christ to be proud. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, Philippians 2, 5. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught no robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross, wherefore God also had highly exalted him, and given him a name above every name, that the name Jesus, every knee bow, every tongue confesses, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm not communicating to somebody this morning. You need to appreciate that that was how he came on earth. He didn't come throwing his weight about. He could have done that because he was keen and he made all things. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him. So he could have done anything. But when he came, the greatest example he laid for us, when he cleaned their feet and finished, he said, I've given you an example. And that example was not an example of how to talk down on people, how to make people feel inferior, how to make people feel that they don't belong to your class, how to make people feel that they are sinners who can never be saved. He really, really came down to demonstrate to us what it means to be humble. 
In the book of Matthew 11, 28 to 30, the King James Version says, Come unto me, all you that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn of me. Learn of me. What are you to learn of me? For I am meek and lowly in heart. I'm meek. Learn of me. We have learned tongues. Let's learn humility. We have learned singing praises. Let's learn humility. And you shall find rest for your soul. The reason why there's trouble all around us. No rest. Marital rest. Because there's no humility in the marriage. The man is so arrogant. The woman is so arrogant. And when they meet, there's fight. Every time two proud people meet, there's fight. If you see your home and you have fight more than peace, one of you is proud. Or the two of you are proud. The Bible says, only by pride cometh contention. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 10. Only by pride come at contention, King James. Only by pride. Only by pride. Anywhere in the choir, if there is confusion every time, the leader is fighting the people every time, there's pride somewhere. Either on the leader's part or on the member's part. In the church, same thing. Pride is a common temptation in the pew and in the pulpit. Praise God. There are some pastors, when you hear them talk, it's as if they call themselves, anointed themselves, baptized themselves. Some of them talk as if they've never seen before. Talk to elderly people as if they are nobodies. Because of something called anointing. I believe that as a pastor, you ought to be honored. Your office is an honorable position. Likewise, the Bible also says that know them who are elderly in the congregation. He says, rebuke not an elder. There are some people that don't rebuke them openly. Nobody actually likes open rebuke. So as much as possible, you will limit rebuke in the secret. Nobody actually enjoys it. But as for an elder crowd, they don't rebuke him. But entreat him as a father. So scripture gives protocols how people should be managed all around us. And humility is one of those things. May the Lord help us. Can somebody give me a believing amen there? But in this service, in first service, I started teaching on this. Our focus now is the dangers of pride. Love is not proud. And because we need to uh, understand that love is not proud, we just can't just go home with love is not pride. We must understand the dangers associated with walking in pride. When you walk in pride, manifest pride and throw your weight about, the Bible says there are dangers associated with it. What dangers associated with it? What dangers associated with it? And for me, the, de- the greatest danger of all among all the things I will tell you, the greatest danger is what the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit between 4.30 and 6 a.m. After I had prepared the outline, <laughs> while I was meditating and reflecting, that one came strong to my spirit. And that is the fact that when you walk in pride, God becomes your opponent and not your supporter. When God becomes your opponent in life, you are doomed for life. You are what? Doomed for life. Because there's no human being who can do anything by himself. The Bible said, without me, you can do nothing. Except the Lord build the house of labor in vain. Hebrews 3, 4. He said, for every house is built by some man, but he that builds all things is God. He said, it's not by mind, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He says, it's not of him that will it, nor him that run it, but God that showed mercy. So, now, if this God is not on your side, David said, I'll lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? So, you are all by yourself. In the marriage, you're all by yourself. In the business, you're all by yourself. So you try, 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 try. And the more you try, the more you fail. Now why? Why? Because God is not helping you. May the Lord help you. 
I said, may the Lord help you. Every house is built by someone. When you understand this, it's, it's simple. Pride makes God your opponent. The last time I checked, Romans 8, 31. He said, if God be for us, when God is your supporter, when God is on your side, who can be against us? Now, let's twist it. Turn it around. When God is against you, who can be for you? And when you are proud, according to James chapter 4, verse 6, the New International Version, he says, James chapter 4, verse 6, but he gives more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Grace. When grace is given, you can become all that God wants you to become. Let me tell you, to be all that God will have you be, eh, is not degree. It's not connection. All of those things are good. If you have an opportunity to earn a degree, why not? At least I have one. Praise God. So I won't talk down on it. But I'm telling you, you can have all the degrees on a thermometer. If God is not helping you, you will still not achieve anything. Am I communicating somebody? There are people who have no degrees, who have accomplished so much. They don't speak your kind of language. They don't have your kind of uh, uh, figure. And yet, doors are opening to them. And the secret is that the grace of God is upon their lives. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He didn't say I am what I am by my much learning. And you and I know that Paul was a learned lawyer. Knew so much. Man of letters. But he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. That's what distinguishes him. What makes great in the journey of life is the grace of God. When the grace of God hits you, it distinguishes you from all others. And I pray that in this season, the grace of God will locate you. In this season, when God's prophetic word has come to us, that is our most, most favorable quarter. May the grace of God bring you the relationships you need. May the grace of God order your steps aright. Can somebody give me a believing amen? amen. Give me a believing amen. amen. So, we started exploring seven dangers. Surprise, seven. And I'm using dangers and I'm using these to represent every one of them. So, you remember. Dangers, seven dangers. When you see them, you see when you see somebody walking in pride, you will see that these are the dangers ahead. Sometimes you are traveling, they say there's a roadblock ahead. Ten. These are dangers. Sometimes you see danger ahead. When somebody walks in pride, that's the danger. When I see somebody manifesting raw pride, my heart weeps for them. Praise God. Because their future is not secure. Praise God. I remember many years ago when I was a student and uh, I, I was in first year and they were doing vetting and I had been nominated to become a horse, horse rep. And when I went for the vetting, ah, yeah, yeah, boko, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went for vetting. I've been shortlisted and I went for vetting. Come and see. The executives, one guy gave it to me. He said, you, you are very proud. Do you know you are very proud? When I was sitting there, I didn't know what to do, whether to sink, fly. I didn't know. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. Heartbroken. When I left the meeting, I went and I prostrated on Unity or the top floor. And I was like, God help me. God help me. God help me. The next morning, he met me. He said, I was only joking. <laughs> no. Is it? <laughs> It may be be a joke, but I didn't take it as a joke because I was conscious of what pride could do to a person. I wept because I, you know, 
<laughs> I knew that I was not proud. Praise God. Because at least I tried my best to bring myself down. <laughs> at, at that time. Because for them to even want to consider me to do something. If they, that's how they saw me, why are they even considering me? Oh, God bless the heart of Eli Klimi, Wally Klimi. <laughs> Brother Eli, I will forget him. But that is it. Take your seat. Praise God. Pride. Dangers ahead. One is deception. Somebody say deception. Proud people are always deceived. Jeremiah 4, 16. The Bible said the pride of your heart. Your fierceness has deceived you. The pride of your heart. Obadiah 1, 3 and 4. Obadiah 1, 3 and 4. The pride of your heart has deceived you. Obadiah. The pride of thy heart has deceived thee. Pride deceives people. It's a very dangerous thing. One of the greatest things that can happen to you is when you think of yourself in a way God does not think of you. When you think you are a big person and God sees you as a nobody. Yeah. Because most of the time, people, we are all prone to thinking of ourselves in a very high manner. I, I won't allow anybody to bring my honor down. You can't, you, can't, you can't take my respect for granted. Yeah. We all say it. And time, there are times where we need to straighten up people. But if that is really how you see yourself, even Jesus allowed people to take his respect for granted. When they spat on him, it was his respect. When they made him naked, it was his respect. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Deceived. Nothing. Satan, that's one of the principles to Satan uses. Deception. Somebody say deception. Deception. When you are deceived, a deceived person cannot be helped. There are a few people in life who cannot be helped. One who is deceived. Because a person who is deceived is walking in error, but he thinks he's in truth. That's why it makes him very difficult for such a person to be helped. He's an error. Blunt error. Blunt error. Somebody had a, a challenge and I had the privilege of helping and I was just telling her the right thing. She wouldn't take it. What she thought she was doing was the right thing. Now, listen, this is the wrong way to go. She won't budge. And she went away until the marriage collapsed. Praise God. When you are deceived, when the truth is presented to you, you think people don't like you. When I was telling her truth, she said, it's because you don't like me. You don't know me. Praise God. Yeah. Oh, man. Deception. Deception. It is dangerous to think of you. Galatians chapter 6 verse 3. And it's one of the scriptures I like because, you see, Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, it talks about how to relate to people when they fall into a challenge. But verse 3, it says, if a man think himself to be something, this is a possibility, so don't, if a man think of himself to be something, when he's nothing, he deceives himself. So you, you can think of yourself that you are something. The most anointed. <laughs> most anointed. Most dedicated. Most faithful. And you are far from God's hand. Whose marking scheme are you using anyway? Whose marking scheme? 
When you, you deceive yourself, when it's nothing, please, maybe as you wait, when I come to talk about how to overcome pride, I'll talk about it. You must always see your nothingness if you see the power of God in your life. Always see your nothingness. See your nothingness. See it. See it. Other people can see you somewhere. Hey, oh, Pastor Fokka. He's, uh, he's, trying, he's trying to be a good pastor. <laughs> Praise God. That's your opinion. Thank you for it. But what is God's opinion? Praise God. Does God think the same of me? Does he see me as the shepherd he will have me be? That's more important. You can think of yourself to be something where you are nothing. It's deadly. It's deadly. Can't be spoken to, can't be corrected. You think of yourself that you are somewhere that God knows you are not. It's a dangerous thing. May the Lord help us. Amen. Deception. Somebody say deception. deception. The second one, of course, I've, I talked about, I, I took time to exhaust it in the first service. That's why I'm not uh, fully, but of course, you've also not heard it. So I owe it to you somehow. But I'm mindful of my time. Amen. Amen. The second one, give me the second one, please. Denies. Pride denies. Somebody say denies. denies. Pride denies people. It denies you access. When you are proud, a lot of opportunities will be denied you. Opportunity. Opportunity. Somebody finished school. I read a testimony of a gentleman. Finished school, had a master's, and was, I've tried not getting any job. And then he picked up uh, this, uh, something you can call it, uh, like this, uh, fan yoga. Okay? Fan yoga. And he was selling it. That is demeaning. For a, a, a master's holder to be reduced to that level. This testimony is in Africa because it's in Africa things like this happen. And maybe some parts of Asia. Praise God. What guy? And doing this. But he said, for me to be home, I must do something. Because he had read in the scriptures that, that we should not be busy bodies. Working not at all. The Bible said we should not. That's not a tragedy. Working not at all. When you, are there, you are working not at all. You must do something. It may not be any substantial work, but be working at something. This guy carried it. And one of those trips, he ran into a man who happened to be this, uh, what do you call it, a general manager of the company that was distributing that drink. So he served him and then he asked him what his background were. He said, he began to tell him, I have this and that and then he said, really? This is my complimentary card. See me in my office. That's how come he got employed in the organization as an accountant. From the street to that. Some of us are too high to be promoted. You are too high. You have told yourself there are things you can do. Some things are above you. You are in the office. You are a lawyer. But when your senior is not around and the laborer is not around and the place is dirty, you are trying to reach the laborer on phone by all means. He must come early. What is, is your hand cut off? Am I communicating somebody at all? Humble yourself. Humble yourself. When the laborer cleans, it will go. When the lawyer cleans, it goes. Am I communicating here? And the moment, when you clean it and finish, it has not taken away your lawyerhood. It has not taken your doctorhood. You are still the same person. And the sight of God, that God looks at it and says, ah, this is a guy I want to make the CJ someday. This is a guy who is a candidate to go somewhere someday. Am I communicating somebody at all? 
Take your seat. It denies you access, access, access. Do you know why Michael will never have a child? She was denied the fruit of the womb. Because somebody was celebrating God, dancing and praising God. He said, ah, look at this foolish king. How can a king disgrace yourself like this? Ah, David, you've forgotten that you are a king? And you are dancing before all of these people? Oh. And Michaels have reduced pastors to kings on thrones. So go to churches and pastors are kings. When praise is on, they are not dancing. When worship is on, they are not involved. And then they only come and preach. I pity you such a pastor. I don't know who appointed you. Praise God. But if God appointed you and he's been celebrated and you are sitting down as if you are the one enjoying the praise, your future is not secure. Am I complicating here? It's fundamental. Fundamental. One of the decisions I made long ago is that nobody will allow me to, no, nobody will detect the atmosphere in the service I am in for me. When I'm in the service, I detect the atmosphere. No matter who is there, Akufuado can be here, our honorable president. And if the praise is on, I have to dance, I will dance. If I'm in worship and I need to prostrate, I will prostrate. Am I communicating here? That was David's secret. He said, I'm not, I'm almost getting ahead of myself, but we'll come here. Praise God. Next week, I'm looking at diagnosis, diagnosing pride. How to diagnose it. We'll go to the spiritual laboratory and see how to diagnose pride. <laughs> Praise God. Pride. There are certain behaviors attitude where you see it. No. This is P-R-I-I-D. Pride at work. Pride. It denies you. Somebody comes to proposes to you and he's not looking your type. So you give him an attitude. I tell ladies all the time, when a gentleman comes your way, whether he's your type or you're not your type, one, he's your original type because he's a human being. And that qualifies him for your utmost respect. Every other thing that anybody has, it can be taken away from him. Any, any other thing anybody has, he may not have. That person can lose it. The person has a car, it can crash. But there's life they all have. When you take them to the mortuary, they will all be given the same position. When they die, they'll be all given the same position. So they are all the same. So stop acting and looking down on people. That's all. That's all. You don't love the person. You don't love the person. Maybe the person is not born again. Or you are not convicted about the person. But don't treat the person anyhow. He calls severally. And you won't even get give him the catchy of returning the call. You won't, you won't give him a kitty. I mean, if God had not helped me, I would have married one of such. I'm telling you, that time I was so foolish. I was so foolish. One lady I was chasing. Ha! Solo. Ha! I was six year president and she was one of the members in the, this, I think, second year or so. And the president will come to your room. And even chair, she won't offer me. Because she's not interested. Chair, crab on me. Let alone water. And you know, at that time, you know, love, love, love is patient. Love. In my foolishness, I was going. I was going. God was delivering me from something. But I wasn't seeing it. I wasn't seeing it at all. Because, I mean, if you go... If you go to somebody's house and he won't give you water, why should you even be chasing again? You call, he won't pick. You call, she won't pick. Severally. 
no test message, no get. These are basic curtsies for boys and girls. And this is a lady, she has not got it. And you are worrying yourself. But you see, when you love God, God will organize your steps. Organize your steps. When you love God, the Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. One day I went and she told me her peace. <laughs> Praise God. Can I preach? <laughs> Give it to me. Say, listen, I'm not interested in this thing. Um, I, wow. I say, yo, Mati. <laughs> I went to my room. Katanga Hall. Prostrated on the floor. You see? And I gave thanks to God. You see? This Thanksgiving thing I've been teaching you is not today. I've been living a thankful life. I didn't mourn. I didn't worry about, hey, my heart is broken. Broken where? No, 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 no. The heart was not received before it was broken. I just came and then, because I had sowed some seed, made some investment, you know? (laughs) I, I said, Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. The following year, we're in a service. The, the, rest, the rest is what you see. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> Praise God. We're in a service. We're in a service. And God brought me someone in everything better. Ten times better than that one. Ten times better. That's why I tell you set your heart on God. Because you see, Salas, there are things you want for yourself. God knows that those things can destroy you. But when God gives it to you, you will know that it's always the best. Yes. Some people have actually gotten angry with God because they asked for something and it didn't come. And God, if you know answer me, I won't serve you again. Listen, the man is delivering you because of your ignorance. Praise God. Pride denies access. Somebody say access. access. Satan had access to God's presence. He could walk to God and say, Baba, morning now. Baba, Baba. <laughs> but when pride came into his heart, he was cast out. Till tomorrow, he can't stand with God when we are there. That's why he has no place in heaven. You know he has no place in heaven? Yes. When you read Matthew, he said, and they, they shall be cast into the eternal lake of fire, prepared for Satan and his angels. So when human beings go there, it's by mistake. Yeah. Hell is not for human beings. It's for Satan and his angels. But because he's wicked, he doesn't want to go there alone. He's selling all kinds of ideas. Pride. Envy, jealousy, so that he can carry people there. But you shall not end there. Denying success. Psalm 138 verse 6. He said, though the Lord be on high, yet he regards the lowly. But the proud he knows from afar. You call him, his line is switched off. You go to his office, he has relocated. God knows the proud from afar. He doesn't give him a distance. When you are proud, certain distances will come between you. People who love you, people who gave you certain opportunities, you distance yourself. Pride denies you access, opportunities, blessings. Naaman came. The prophet said, I have healing. Go wash and then be healed. 
He said, me? You don't know my status? Abi, now, who you deserve? Now, Neymar, you they talk to like this? See this guy, oh. See me see trouble, praise God. Neyman was boiling. Neyman boiling. Boiling. Then, thank God for servants who are wise. And if you're a master, you need to know that wisdom is not only in your head. There are some servants God has put around you. That's what I always say. I like Woodrow Wilson's uh, statement. He said, I will not only use the brains I have, I will borrow all the brains I can. Because you see, when God puts people around you, you must learn to work with them. Praise God. Because they make you better. He said, if the man had told you something, wouldn't you have done it? He said, go and wash. He said, okay. Blah. When he came out, he was cleansed. That's why when he brought those things to Elijah, he said, uh, your CD perished with you. Yeah, because the pride he had demonstrated has so provoked the prophet, he just gave the instruction and left. He was not even standing there for you to manifest your pride before him. He left. If you like, be healed. If you like, carry your leprosy and go. It would have denied him. Vastai! A woman who had been picked up as queen. The husband called. He said, That women married, their husband needs their attention. They are busy with other things. Women can get so busy, particularly when they begin to have children. When the man needs her, her attention, she's overbedding with children. Matter. Matter. Listen, if you're a wife, learn, your husband must be your king. When he needs your attention, every other thing must be suspended. Give him attention. Am I communicating here? Even if it's a child, the, the man came before the child. Why are you just destroying yourself? A lot of marriages are getting this. It can be fine until a child comes into the home. That's why I counsel people when you marry. One year, free. Don't worry yourself to bring a child. Just enjoy and have honeymoon one year. So that when the children come, there won't be so much friction. Pride denies. Number, number three. Hey. Demotion. Somebody say demotion. demotion. Why are thou falling down, O Lucifer, son of the morning? He was demoted. Came down. In the book of Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23, the good news says, arrogance, arrogance will bring you down, bring your downfall. But if you are humble, you will be respected. Arrogance will bring your downfall. You will come down with demotion. You shall not be demoted. Amen. I said you shall not be demoted. Small business you are doing, small uh, degree you have, small uh, money you have, small car you drive. Because listen, that's why I'm saying that a proper estimation of whatever you have is very important. Everything you have, don't see it as too big. Yo, I'm the greatest. <laughs> there's somebody greater than you. If you had joined the Baptist, there's a Jesus Christ who come. You are driving Mercedes. Somebody is driving Mercedes autobiography, whatever. There are classes of them. So you are, you are also behind somebody. Am I communicating here? Very important. I was listening to someone who was telling me about the details of his car. Amazing. He said that, that he uses hologram or something. And that uh, is a Range Rover uh, autobiography or something. He said, he said he uses hologram. And when he's driving, there's, there's no speedometer, there's no dashboard. So the 
the, the information he needs, it comes on the screen. When the car has a problem, the car itself would inform the dealers. There are no spare parts to the car. It informs the dealers and they, fin they fix it. Highly electronic car. And you are driving Mercedes. Which one is that? <laughs> this is your 2012 Mercedes, 20, 2018 Mercedes. And when we are talking, you, you, are, you are shutting us off. <laughs> That's why you are not moving level. But you will change your level. Yeah. I said you will change your level. Yeah. Obadiah 1, 3, 3 to 4. Obadiah 1, 3 to 4. The pride of your heart has deceived you. This is a deadly scripture. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, you who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground, though you are sent as high as the eagle, and though you set your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, says the Lord. When God is bringing you down, nobody can help you. When men are pulling you down, God can push you up. But what if God is pulling you down? Pride brings you to a place. Demotion. Demotion. May you not be demoted. Amen. I said, may you not be demoted. Amen. Anywhere God keeps you, may you forever be there. Amen. So, do this. So, say, ah, God, you, next time you have to think about your instructions very carefully. You want me to go and kill babies and this and ah, I thought you were a good God. All babies know. I preserve some of them. I, I know you like sacrifices. So, I brought some of them. God said, you are a very foolish boy. I know what I want. Because of your pride, your kingdom shall no longer continue. He lost it. Vashti, the beauty queen. Ah, Vashti, when she's coming, I can imagine. Ladies, 12 of them on the side, 12 of them, 24 in front, uh, 36 at the back. All of them. Queen Vashti. She was enjoying the praises. She didn't know she was queen because of Ken Ahazaros. Why are you missus? Because somebody put his name on you. And you can dare insult him. You can. I know you are an angry woman, but be measured in your tongue. Even in your anger. Be measured. Be measured. Be measured. Be measured. If you are a woman and you are able to raise your voice and use abusive words on your husband, and sometimes you text it, WhatsApp it, please watch it. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Knew someone who wrote wild words like this. I told her, please, stop this thing. She didn't stop it. Because when pride is up, you cannot be corrected. Praise God. Today she's a divorcee. Praise God. She desires to be married. But the issue is still there. It's still there. So only God knows God is merciful. But I, I know until that thing is uprooted, she can marry 10 times to end the same way. Because anywhere there's pride, there will be contention. Number four. Number four. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pride, 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 pride brings disgrace. Somebody say disgrace. Uh -huh. Proverbs 11.2. It says, only by pride come and shame. People who are proud will soon be disgraced. It's soon. Somebody say soon. When you are proud, your disgrace is imminent. Very soon, it will come quicker than you expect. Don't be talking. <laughs> You'll be soon disgraceful. When Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel chapter 4, verse 28, stood up and started talking. Ah, see this great Babylon, verse 29, which I have built at the end of 12 months. He was working in the royal palace, 31. See this great Babylon, which I have built. 
Go, go, go back. See this great Babylon which I have built by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty. Hey, mighty power. <laughs> Where did you get it from? The Bible said, what? The word was in his mouth. He didn't finish. You see, God responds to pride quickly. What? The word was in his mouth immediately. He said, the kingdom is departed from you. Go to verse 32. And they shall drive you out. That's the disgrace. They shall drive you. The kingdom is departed. You will be driven. And you shall be with the beasts of the field. The kingdom is departed. In other words, you are dismissed. You are dismissed. Your time is over. And when you read down, you can understand. He knew what it means to be dismissed. He says, the hour was fulfilled concerning the book of He was driven from among men and ate grass like ozen. Disgrace. His body was wet with dew of heaven till his hair, grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bear's claws. Disgrace. What disgrace now? Till the next generation to the next generation. In fact, it never passes from age to age. Those who saw him and those who are hearing the message, they know that there's one time in life, somebody called Nebuchadnezzar, he ate grass, a human being. His hair grew like an eagle. And everybody who came from his, our great-grandfather, Nebuchadnezzar, obey grass now. <laughs> Everywhere. It's, it's a stigma. Permanent stigma. You can't, listen, what pride. Anybody who is proud, his, his future is disgrace. You shall not experience disgrace. Yeah. You shall not suffer shame. Yes. And then, of course, dismiss her. Somebody say dismiss her. When you are proud, you get dismissed. Last month, there was a sister. We just had to ask her to step out and find another church and attend. It was very difficult, but I had to take that decision. You see, if you're a pastor, you have to be very hard. Love people, but be hard. Because if you are soft, there is nothing that is worth what that can be achieved with softness. You can't. You cannot. If you're a leader, you have to be hard. Love people, be patient with people, but be very firm. Something had come up, we called her before church leadership, and we're trying to correct her. She walked out on us. Say, wow, it's come to that. Because she had walked out on me alone in my office, and I forgave her as a father. Now, before my elders, who have learned to respect me, even if you don't respect me, at least for their sake, for their sake. You want to set an example that this pastor is nothing. When they know that I'm something. When you yourself, you have stood on this altar, testify that there is grace and the anointing here has blessed your life. I said, madam, find another church and go. Yeah, because I don't want you to be under me and you are not getting blessed. Praise God. And if you are proud, you can I mean, she could make statements like, I don't see. I can't see. She can see. She's more spiritual than me. How do I pastor somebody who is more spiritual than me? Go somewhere. Find a super powerful pastor. Let him pastor you. When you are proud, you'll be dismissed. Look at Revelation. Revelation chapter 12 verse 7. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and fought and his angels. Verse 8. And prevailed on neither was their place found anymore in heaven. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, driven out, driven out. He's, your place will not be found. When you are proud, you, people will cast you out like an outcast. Haven't you seen that proud people hardly have friends? Nobody wants to associate with a proud person. In an office, somebody is so arrogant, nobody wants to associate with him. 
Parce que ni pas un peu masse, ni pas un peu wasmo. Usubani bon, satra usubai. Have a very stinking character. No matter who you are, no matter how nice, beautiful, wise, and intelligent you are, when you are proud, you will lose people. People will be running away from you all the time. All the time you are a pastor, you don't learn to treat people well, you don't learn to respect people, you will lose people. In your business, you don't treat people well, you lose people. That's it. People will be just going away from you. May the Lord help us. Amen. Satan was driven out. Vashti was dismissed. The king said, your time is over. Listen, your type, eh? if I want, I can do beauty pageant in 120 provinces. And in each of them, let's say, let me call for 100 girls. And then, 100 from 120. That's 120,000 ladies. All of them come. And out of them, I'm supposed to choose one. And I use my decision to choose you. And you dare disrespect me. You will not show that I've given you such a high honor and love. You dare disrespect me. You are dismissed. That was it. Nobody ever knew that Vashta existed. That was the end of Vashta. Number six, destruction. Somebody say destruction. Destruction. When you are proud, you will be destroyed. You'll be, your destiny will be destroyed. Ultimately, you'll be destroyed. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Proverbs 16, 18. He said, too much pride destroyed people. Proverbs 16, 18. Too much pride. The contemporary English version. He said, too much pride. Contemporary. See too much CV, too much pride would destroy you. Praise God. Would destroy you completely. Too much pride. Would destroy you. Too much pride. May you not be proud. May the grace to walk in humility at all times. Yeah. Too much pride destroys. It destroys. People were doing well before. People were blessed in the church before. People were, all of a sudden you see that things are not working like they used to. Check your heart. Pride destroys people. One man, Acts <laughs> uh, of the 12, verse 21 to 23, there was a man called Herod. He was destroyed instanta. Give me the CEV version. Destroyed instanta. This is uh, not a movie, you're alive. And on the day, a day was set for him to meet with Herod. Came dressed in his royal robes. This royal thing, I'll talk about it. I told you in the first episode, I'll talk about it. The royal robes. When you come to a place where you begin to taste royalty, that is the time you have to watch yourself. Royal robe. Church has grown. People are all over. Man of God, pastor, pastor. That is the time you need to be very careful. Praise God. Now you need people. So whether you are humble or not, but when you have the thousands, become a Dr. Menza Otabel. Let's watch you. How you carry yourself. Praise God. Become Archbishop Nicola Zanka Williams. Let's watch you. Become Bishop David Oedepo. Let's watch you. Become Bishop Dark Heward Mills. Let's watch you. Become Pastor Ransford Obin. Let's watch you. Become the CJ. And let's watch you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Become the President of a nation. Let's watch you. That's where we see it. Listen. As for godliness, anybody who stands against it, we will, we will resist you. We are where we are, Africa. Eh? We are blessed. What God has blessed us with. We don't have their, all their sophisticated things. You know, where you go to London, things work, systems work. That thing too has a way of making people proud. That's why they don't have regard for God. 
because things don't work here, everything you must pray about it. You go to the hospital, you must pray about it. You, everything you must. So it humbles us. It humbles us. But everything works and they also don't regard God. Praise God. Somebody said distraction. The man, go back to that scripture. Let me close my time. Wow. Dress. And he sat down on his throne and made a speech. When proud people are speaking, listen carefully. The people shouted, you speak more like a God than a man. At once. Somebody say at once. <laughs> not, not later. God acts on pride immediately. God acts on pride with immediacy. At once. An angel from the Lord struck him down because he took the honor that belonged to God. And that's what we'll be looking at when we get to the tail end. The honor that belongs to God. The honor that belongs to God. When we lift up our hands and we are praising him, we are giving him the honor that belongs to him. When we go on our knees and we are worshiping, we are giving him the honor that belongs to him. When we dance in his presence, we give him the honor that belongs to him. And if you don't feel like dancing, don't be despise anybody. Because when you do that, you are putting yourself in jeopardy. You are coming into direct confrontation with the glory of God. And my glory, I will not give to another nor my praise to graven images. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. May grace rest upon us to walk in humility. In closing, number seven is a death. Somebody say death. Death. You die before your time. Die before your time. Some of us, it's not physical death. Sometimes it's a marriage that dies. Sometimes it's a business that dies. So other times it's physical death. Ahitophel gave counsel. They said today we are not taking your counsel. Me, Ahitophel. The wisest of the wisest. How can you reject my counsel? That's why I took about a month to teach on dealing with rejection. Because a lot of people, if you don't know how to deal with rejection, your life can be miserable. Sometimes you make a proposal, it is rejected. Listen, see that it is the proposal that was rejected, not your person. When you begin to see that your person is rejected, that's why you'll be acting funny. I eat off and say, hey, you have rejected my counsel, you have rejected my person. I won't live to see another day. Then he went and hung himself. Pride! Instead of saying sorry to bring the husband home, he said, Ubako, my bro. And he said, Where Jimmy say, Uncle Mama Wario? Wow! Last week I told you. One day I'll show you a scripture in Isaiah. Seven women looking for one man just to put his name on them. Let me close my service. One day, Dathan, Abiram, and Korah, they stood before Moses. Moses said, please come. This thing you are thinking is not like that. Come and let's settle the matter. Kai! When they came, they said, who are you, Moses? You think what we said behind, we can tell you in your face. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Because people are calling Papa, Papa. You think you are something. And Moses, you are not anything. Let's tell you to your face. That's how the earth opened. Korah went. Dathan went. Uh, Abiram went. Their children went. And 250 people who joined them. They sank within a minute. They were all sunk and God covered it. I'm the God of all flesh. There's nothing to add for me. He doesn't, he doesn't need any burial ground. Anywhere at all. No funeral, no nothing. Everything's good. You won't die before your time. 
May the grace to walk in humility be your portion. My time is up. Stand on your feet. Pray. Put your hand on your heart. That's all I want you to pray. Lord, I receive grace. Because you see, God said we should humble ourselves. But ultimately, it is he who can also give us grace. <laughs> so let's pray and say, Lord, give me grace. I receive grace. I receive grace. Somebody pray. Pray. I receive grace to humble myself. I don't want you to humble me. I receive grace to humble myself. You can take me anywhere. But Lord, I receive grace to humble myself. I will humble myself at all times. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. The greatest humility is to acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. When you say, Jesus, be my Lord, you are saying that you are nobody, you need him. You are here this morning, you want to make that decision for the Lord. Now your hand is on your heart. Spirit of God, we thank you. We can do nothing without you. We pray this day in all humility. And we ask the Lord the grace to be humble. That grace be imparted to all. Everyone whose hand is on their heart and genuinely thirsty for the baptism of the grace of humility. Let that grace be released now for myself to every member in this commission. I pray that the grace to walk in humility, no matter where you take us, let that grace never depart from our lives. We honor you and Lord, we bless you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Pastor Afwakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Afwakwa, please call 540 or 204 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afwakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services. 6.30 a.m. First service. 8.45 a.m. Second service. And on Wednesdays for our Word Encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. At our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza. Opposite the Unity Oil Station. Santasi Roundabout. Kumasi, Ghana. God richly bless you. Oh, 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 oh.